Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right, we're going to go ahead and do this in three, two, one. QBMOC. We've been off for three weeks. Did you even notice? Is your supply of medium sports nonsense running low? Well, we've got a whole heap of it coming your way today. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everyone. Sports talk from the medium fan. That means big stories, right? Details wrong. Basically, three idiots in their basements or their home offices, as the case may be. Talking about things that we looked up earlier today on the <laughs> internet and hope we can sound cogent discussing. That's the show. If that's what you're looking for. Or as uh, as Meister likes to say, we're like smart list, but without famous people. <laughs> I hate those guys. Everybody too. loves them. I know. I do. Uh, my name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, or BMOC, driving the trains tonight. Joining me, as always, it says here he was the 1998 Central Ohio Where's Waldo champion. <laughs> Where's Waldo champion? It's basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you? Guys? I studied and had a photographic memory of those goddamn books, and I knew every place that Waldo was at. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a while. Can't hide, can't hide from the coach. Can't that hide Waldo. from me. All right. I'm excited about this one. Bring in the sick guitar licks that set this show apart. They're live for us on tape for you. It's Brian. Would you like fries with that hake? The maestro. How are you, maestro? Hey, that's good because, you know, I, we were, uh, me and wifey were in Vegas, mm-hmm. spent a lot mm-hmm. of money. So, yeah, I do have a second job uh, <laughs> serving up fries at the local, at the local burger joint. So, uh, and I, I know this isn't on the show sheet, but I know you did like a, a, an off-road driving adventure experience in Vegas. Tell us a little bit about it. How was it? Ooh, I did. So, you know, I picked up that uh, Ford Bronco last mm-hmm. year, and part of buying that Bronco, I get this this free training, I guess, as long as you pay to get to where the training is. <laughs> That's the catch. That's the catch. You spend a little bit of money getting out there, but once you're there, it's for free. Except you get you got to rent a car to get out in the middle of nowhere. But, but other than, other than that, that, it's all free. No, it was awesome. It was called uh, Ford uh, Off Rodeo, 
And uh, I was there all day up at uh, Mount Potosi out in the desert. And uh, it was fantastic. They showed me how to drive my Bronco that I've been driving for a year. I didn't know. I didn't know half the things it could do. That's so awesome. It was, it was a blast. What was the most surprising thing you learned? Uh, let's see. Probably some of the off-road modes that I have on this dial that I've never tried. Oh, yeah. And I always wondered why I had this, like, up and down button on my shifter thing. So you yeah. can go into, like, manual low, but there's, like, a low that goes even lower. Oh, the low, um, low. But what's really cool is you can put you can put your car into cruise control so it doesn't go over three miles an hour, Ooh. and so you literally can just just steer like it, you can go down like steep inclines and it's not going to go fast it's not going to get out of control it's it goes into almost like tank mode you know how those little cars used to have and you'd wind up backwards and then they yeah. go forwards yeah. yeah that's what it feels like when you're going down the car is just like in total control so it was pretty cool, pretty cool. very pretty cool. cool very cool. Let me ask you this, Maestro. I've got uh, underneath the uh, pine tree out back a, a giant boulder. It's about this big if you're looking at me now. I'm going to say it's about two. And my wife said, uh, could you just roll that out and put it in the garden? And I'm like, you're insane. It's like 500 pounds. Could we just hook it up to your Bronco and it could slowly pull it out of Put that? it in tank mode? Uh, Totally. Yeah. We're doing it. Except okay. what's interesting, they say do not use like your hitch. Use the hooks on the back, and then that's what you hook up to. Oh. That's where you get. That's where you get the pull torque. You don't get it from your the knob of your. Uh, <laughs> you said knob. Hitch. There you have it. There you have it. Coach, you are what are a knob. What are you drinking tonight, there, Coach? Let's do uh, whatever. I'm drinking Stella. I got a Stella. Stella Artois. Artois. Love them Dutch. It. And Maestro. Drinking uh, champagne. It's a Miller High Life, but I got it spaghettified. You spaghetti. Got a little Aperol and some lemon there. Lemon. Looking good. BMOC sticking with the PBR tonight. We're all keeping it real. It's been a long day. I was telling Coach, long day of drinking for me. I finished a shoot early and went to the Orb to have a beer afterwards, and it turned into several sun-drenched hours. There's nothing wrong with that. I, don't, I do not recall getting an invite. Usually you either. send out a text. I, I usually do, but it's like 1 o'clock. I'm like, there's no way he's free at 1. Usually when the, when the shoot ends at 3 or so, I'm like, you could sneak away. All right, I'll, I'll let I'll give you. You're not gonna let it slide. That's fine. Sounding good. All right, a little bit of housekeeping for you. If you want to show follow the show on social media, why wouldn't you? Just go to at Sports Wednesday. That's where we are on all the important platforms like Facebook, TikTok, and uh, and Instagram and Instagram. And we are now and officially on Threads. Oh, Threads. We, we are. are. Threads. I officially put nice. us on Threads. So I've, you got action itemed, and you did it. And I did it. I, that's why I'm so excited. You gave me an action item, and I actually did it. Follow us on Threads at Sports Wednesday. And if you're still on Twitter, God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. God you can find you. us at Sport Wednesday. No ass. Yeah. There's never going to be an ass. Threads. Twitter will go under before we get the S. So. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. And of course, get your Sports Wednesday merchandise for uh, summer and fall fashion. Head to sportswednesday.com, click on merch. It's been a while since we've added anything new. we got to maybe have a huddle about that after the show. Yeah. And a final reminder, Sports Wednesday is brought to you by our good friends at Big Swing Games, makers of Sportle, the only daily sports-themed word-guessing game that doesn't suck. Sportle.pro. That's Sportle.pro. And, uh, Coach, how the numbers been on that? I know there's been some tricky puzzles lately. It's been tricky. Uh, We had a couple where the... uh, the failure rate was in the twenties, but I, you know I'm trying to mix it up. I don't want it to be a layup every day. Sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta shoot a three pointer. Sometimes it's a half court shot. But you know I'm just trying to keep them guessing. 
It's Sportle Dat Pro, everybody. Sportle Dat Pro, everybody. I do have some some news for you on Sportle. Yes. Let's hear it. Maestro fell to number eight position. Mm. I've been holding steady at seven for months and months and months. I told you that Morgan, I don't even know what his name is, Johnson. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman loves Sportle. Maestro falls to number eight. He surpassed me. You can't have seen the top ten, though. I believe in you. I believe in you. Uh, all right, Wednesday Nation, bring it in here. Bring it in. Listen up. Pull your car over to the side of the road. Turn this up. Pelotonia is a community that is determined to see an end to cancer. It is a fundraising bike ride weekend here in Columbus that raises funds for the James Cancer Center at Ohio State's Wexner Medical Center, where the maestro was treated for leukemia back in 2012. He's been riding ever since 12 years, more than $23,000 raised. 100% of participant-raised funds go to Innovative Cancer Research and your favorite Sports Wednesday hosts all take part. I'm taking part. Maestro's taking part. Coach is taking part. We're going to talk about our training here in a second, but I want to tell you to donate to our rides. Head to pelotonia.org backslash Pete Brown, pelotonia.org backslash Maestro, or pelotonia.org backslash Coach, and that's P-E-L-O-T-O-N-I-A, Pelotonia. It's a made-up word for this <laughs> event. How's, how's the training going, fellas? Uh, it's going. I'm, I'm coach. Now you had, you had a big update. You've been training for the Leadville 100 and that is now off the table. Yeah. I believe that is, uh, the guy I was going to pace, uh, got an update today. He was very radio silent. Now I know why, uh, he's nursing a hip injury. He tested out the hip and it's a no go. So, um, doesn't look like I'm going to be doing the Leadville, uh, pacing this year. Which is all that running for naught? All that running for nothing. But at least I'm ready. You know, now I can get on the bike exclusively. Now I'm a bike guy. How about I'm you, Mister? You been riding? I have. So uh, I've probably ridden. I don't know four times. Some decent rides, fifteen, eighteen miles, and then I've also done a couple runs. So you're ready. I think I'm all right. I think I'm getting there. The running, I, I for some reason, just like I do with sealing the driveway or fixing the roof, I tend to get, I tend to pick the the hottest time of the day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that. So the last run I did was on the Fourth of July. It was about ninety degrees outside, and for some reason, I almost passed out and died. So that I need to not do that anymore. Yeah, but you, uh, if you can you do it then, your you own driveway. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. He likes but to go up it's, when it's, it's a, 95 degrees. He likes to check the shingles, seal his driveway. Gotcha. All that fun stuff. If Yeah, mulch. I'll, I'll mulch when it's 90. I, I, uh, no other time. Check his attic Only for the 90. insulation. Yeah. He loves to do that. I am uh, I am uh, getting adjusted to the cleats. I bought those, those cycling shoes and cleats. I'm now top to bottom, fully outfitted. No more riding in the Chuck Taylors for me. Uh, but it is it is dicey coming up to those stops. You got to click. Unclicking you got to get the that. click out. Yes. You got to do it. You'll get used to it. I, I, I Honestly, I am riding more just to try and get used to that because I'm so worried about like going down in the Pelotonia and taking like 10 people with me because it's such a crowded ride that I'm less worried about making the 50 miles, more, more worried about looking like an idiot. I mean, it's just like skiing. You just got to pop them out. You got to pop. That's right. Pop you got to pop them up. Pop them. Pop them out, everybody. That's pelotonia.org backslash Pete Brown. <laughs> and uh, both both of you guys are doing well with your fundraising. I'll tell you what. BMOC is behind. He has not yet sent out his fundraising letter. The- I got to tell you, BMOC, because my letter went out before yours, I got a mm-hmm. couple people that sometimes donate. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, we'll talk after the show. I'd be interested to see who the traitors are. Assassin. They're not traitors. They're actually my people, but I for gotcha. some reason. Well, yeah, they're on my list. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, well, that's good. That's, no that sweet, brings no sweet balance assassin to the force. Oh, it's coming. Brings, brings, brings down balance to the force. All right. On tonight as we record, it's the All-Star Game, everybody. The greatest night in Major League Baseball every year. Every Love year. the All-Star Game. Coach with a lot of money riding on this oh, seal one to one in the top of the sixth. Tell him one to one in the top of the sixth in the Major League Baseball All Star Game. All right, you guys ready to do this show? Let's do the show. I'm I thought we were forward. doing the show. Well, we're doing I'm it looking now. Forward. That's enough. That's enough housekeeping. Let's dive right in. We're only twelve minutes in. Tight show. It's gonna be a tight show. All right. I love uh, the title of this one. I can't wait to hear the riff. Say a thing. Say a thing about sports, everybody. Say a thing about sports. Say a thing. Say a thing about sports. That was in my that, wheelhouse. Oh my! That was, that was really good. That goes rack that one. Put it on the uh, Sports Wednesday Greatest Hits CD. Can't wait till that. By the way, that out. launch party coming up. All right. Say a thing about sports. <laughs> Just opening it up. I each wanted to bring one thing to, to talk about where you could bring it up and we'd have a little discussion about it. And that was the only parameters given to you. We'll, we'll throw this one to Coach first. All right. So, like, uh, my thing is about uh, Wemby Yana. So, Wemby Mania. He was the number one pick for the Spurs. And it's just – so, I guess my thing is, I mean, there's so much focus on him. And he is a – he is an oddity. He is uh, an anomaly. He's overset. He's like seven three, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Plays like uh, like a shooting guard. Um, but this guy can't do anything right now without it being in the in the news. Like he played his first um, summer league summer game, league. and it was like yeah. wow, he didn't score thirty points, and he had a nice game the next game and whatever. But like. Is he the one that gave uh, Britney Spears the elbow? Not right? him. Yeah, his, his, his entourage did. He went, uh, but have you seen him? Like he is this. He is all arms, like just thin as a rail. Um, I like that he's with the Spurs. I think Popovich does well coaching do big men to to productivity. I think that's a a good fit for him. But like, do you know, like last year's number one draft or number two draft that uh, Chet uh, Holmgren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he Chet. Chet he got hurt last year, and he's back this year, and he is literally like six. He's like seven foot two. He's like the same guy. Yeah, that's they're yeah. both going to be rookies of the year basically this year. It's going to be could be one of the other guys that are seven feet. I mean, they both could be the next Zion Williamson. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? My, I guess they could. <laughs> I love it. The next, what's what's the OSU guy that was a dud, big dude that went to the press? Oh, um, oh, why did you, Greg Oden? Greg Oden, yeah, you Greg had the Oden. unfortunate uh, selfie of his. Those big, those big men, <laughs> those big men, they don't always work out. That's they right. don't. Mel Turpin, Mel Turpin, yeah, Wemby, Mel, Wemby Mania. I don't have it. All right. It's Wemby that Mania. was interesting that you went with the NBA coach. I would not have picked that. When I saw that there, I thought you were trying to write Wimbledon. And, uh, <laughs> but that would be You just wrote it because you know that I'll pronounce it Wimbledon. I thought he was talking about Wembley Stadium, and I thought it was going to be soccer or yeah. something. Well, that comes later. All right, Maestro, what do you got? What are you saying I'm about sports? I'm actually going to talk MLB, and here's why. Which is why. interesting. 
you know, you guys, you, you know that I don't have traditional cable or any sort of, you know, and MLB HBK. isn't really on any sort of Cut national the cord. channel. Yeah. So, but occasionally Hulu or Amazon will serve up some games. Uh-huh. So the other day, uh, when when I see that, I'll try and watch some baseball. And what I've noticed, the game, the two games that I watched, so not I'm not watching a shit ton of baseball, but Mm-mm. the two games I watched, I forget how friggin' good these pitchers are. And I know, like they've got new, you know, obviously some of the new rules are affecting the pitchers and all that. But man, it doesn't seem to slow these guys down. They're throwing lightning and they are hitting all the corners like it blows my mind how some of these guys you know they put that strike zone up there and they are it's like they're just stitching the corners throwing darts it it blows my mind and so the two games i watch i watch the giants versus the rockies Mm -hmm. um that was a recent game Uh, logan webb pitched a full game which is really rare these it is a complete game is it is rare it was a shutout, one zip, had 10 strikeouts. And, like, the crowd was really supporting him. You know, the, it's because it's so rare. It is. That was pretty cool. And then I was texting Coach about I watched the Phillies versus the Rays. I know we've talked that the Rays are really hot, but the Phillies had their number. And I watched that Aaron Nola. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was throwing darts for sure. So that, I mean, dude, was, that dude is an anomaly. Like, that dude, Nola, who you saw throw a gem and throw a great game, he he's he can go, he can do that. He could throw a per, he could throw a perfect game or a no hitter almost any night. His stuff is that filthy, but he can also go out and give up nine runs. That's that's the crazy thing with these pitchers. They can be so damn good, but like if one thing is off, and then like let's say they start the first inning. This is what's crazy. They start that first inning and they're having control issues or they're not getting the calls and they get in their own heads. And the next thing you know. They're just they're trying to just throw strikes and they're throwing, you know, they're trying to throw harder or whatever. And they're throwing BP fastballs and guys are crushing them. So it's like even the best pitcher has a bad day. All right. That that first inning is key. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you guys this. I'm going to give you eight hours of working with a hitting coach. Okay. And then you've got to face a major league pitcher. Can you at all make contact with the ball? Okay. Can I ask a few questions? Can yeah. I? When you say contact, does it mean getting hit by the ball? <laughs> no, but 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 I'm taking a foul tip. Okay, so eight hours of a hitting yeah. coach, no bunts. Yeah, no bunts. Yeah, and it's like it's like a Big Ten hitting coach. Let's say a hitting coach from Indiana University. And so the pitcher can he throw ninety? He his goal is to make you sit down without touching. So the ball. here's what he's going to throw at me the whole time. First pitch, he's he, going to throw a heat. And it's going to be a little inside, and it's going to scare the mm-hmm. shit out of all three of us. The next pitch will be an absolute just deuce of a curveball. And that third pitch could be – it could be an ephus at that point because at that point you've pooped your pants and you don't want to swing anymore because you look weird. He's got you. There's zero chance I touch yeah. a ball. Touch a – I won't you touch a ball. Not, not even foul nope. tip? Yeah. What do you think, uh, Unless I know what's coming. I, I, I'm in full agreement. I, you know. I, I can't hit a curve, so like he could just throw, th- he could throw a change up or a curve, and I'm just going to be swinging. What if you t- you turn around to try and bunt? Maybe you know make contact that way. I think I'd be more scared. Could you imagine squaring up and being face to face with an eighty? Let's just say he doesn't even throw a ninety. He throws eighty five mile an hour, and you try to square up and bunt. That I, yeah, I think it's going to bounce off and hit me in the eye. But you've got like I've noticed like they have now these elbow pads that they wear oh, at the I, batters. I'd be in full gear. 
Elbow full pads, gear. shin pads. The things on the shins. I have this yeah. across right? my face. I think I'd wear the full softball cage. Mm-hmm. I mean, Peter, I, I appreciate that your confidence in us, and, and I would certainly have more confidence in coach than myself, but I don't even think I could hit off of, like, a high school pitcher. I mean, the way those some of those kids are throwing now, yeah. it's just like... I, I, I think there's... I'm saying the chances are low. Like, let's say I go up to yeah. the local high school and I go against their top one-two pitcher or whatever. The chances are better, but they're still not good. Maestro's right. Like, still, if he can throw a curveball, I'm in big goddamn trouble. I, I've probably told you guys this before, but there was a practice. It was, like, end of practice. I think it was one of Xander's, like, 14U teams. And, like, kids had left. They were still doing, like, BP fielding. And, and for some reason, somebody left, and they're like, Hey, Dad, just go in and play third. And so I'm out there <laughs> and like one of the kids was just hitting. I couldn't feel like I couldn't feel any of their stuff. It was so fast yeah. off the bat. I was just yeah. like, I, this game has passed me by. So I, I can't imagine trying to hit off of any of those, any of those. Players. There is a, there is, if you go to Louisville and you go to the Louisville slugger, uh, the, the factory, they have yeah. this glass, um, booth. And at that point, it was Cole. It was Cole Hamels, and it's like a video. And then up against it is like a plate, but then it's just it's just thick plexiglass, and you can stand right behind it. And you see Cole Hamels get set to pitch, and there's a hole, and he throws the ball, and you see the ball pop out like a speed gun, and he throws it. It's a 90 mile an hour fastball, and it comes right at the glass, so you can stand there and yeah. see what 90 looks like. It yeah. is like a. It is less than a blip. So, like, even when I sit there and think, I'm like, okay, all right, I'm going to sit here like this, and as soon as his arm comes up, I'm going to turn and swing. It's already passed me by the time I get the bat to here. Even on my best day, by the time I got the bat through the zone, the catcher's already throwing it back to the pitcher. Like, that's how fast it seems. Like, I don't get the fast. Like, these guys are amazing. And these guys do it. You're saying, you're you're saying he could throw that speed ball by a... Make you look like a fool. Make you look like a fool. That's right. Glory days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. Well, uh, I'm also talking baseball because I saw this. You guys, you you might know this. I've been I've been getting more into the Cincinnati Reds than uh, than I normally do. Mm-hmm. I've got a new hat. I saw that. Which, which I got a new Reds hat. Which I fits, haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have it uh, in here, or else I'd put it on. But it fits perfectly over my hearing aids, which is. One one of the reasons it's becoming a go to hat because all hat. of those bigger older ones kind of smash into them. Uh, good to know. Good to know. Good to know. They're in a, they lost a hundred games last year. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be rebuilding this year. It's a total youth movement, and no one represents it more than Ellie De La Cruz. He's only twenty one years old. He's only been up for a couple of weeks. He's hit for the cycle. The other day he stole second, third, and home in the same inning. First Cincinnati Red to do that in like 60 years. Unbelievable. And I just have, I have so much fun watching him play. It it reminds me of just that joy of the game of being 21 years old. And I know it's not uncommon for someone to get called up and do really well for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then the kind of pitchers get your number and figure you out. But he's still hitting 325. Uh I don't know, man. He seems really good. I, I, I don't want to jinx him or anything like that, but I'm having a heck of a good time watching this guy play. And I and the whole team is super young, and I like that too. They just they shouldn't be in first place. I know Coach, you keep saying 
know, we're not even in August. That pitching's got a long road to hoe. It it, uh, it it does, but but he is the catalyst to that team. He is absolutely yeah. right now. Like he is what I would say. Um, so like when. Like in, in in a lot of sports, I always say there's a guy that makes you stop and watch. So it like yeah. when Michael Jordan was mm-hmm. on back in the day, it they could play mm-hmm. the Hornets or whatever. You might stop and watch him play. Um, in baseball, for me back in the day, making the old like if Greg Maddox was on the mound, I would watch the game regardless because you just you just you just you love what you see. When Barry Bonds mound surgeon <laughs> mound surgeon, and then when Barry Sportle that pro when when Bonds. <laughs> was up was the same way but yeah. de la cruz like if he's on and i have access to that game i will flip yeah. the game on with the reds i'll watch it th- and i get to enjoy the rest of the game but when he's up yeah. i'm just i'm like what do you, what the what, what the hell are you gonna do hit a 475 yeah. foot home run i would rather have you hit an that infield single and run it out when most guys think they can throw it. he's amazing well last year was it last year the beginning of the season the guardians that player that's uh, was super hot. It was new to their team. Quan, Stephen Quan, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the kind of the same way. Yeah, like, people were just loving him. Yeah, and it, it, he is that, but his physical tools of being, and he said it. I'm the fastest man in baseball. He's right, and the fact that he's it's, he's a freak of nature, and when you watch him, yeah, it's amazing yeah. to watch. Yeah. I hope it, I hope it keeps it going. I hope it keep they keep it going, and for the Reds' sake, I hope they do what I hope they do the right thing, and they go out and get a starter and a couple of relievers, and they make a run at this, because I just saw the the totals like of the percentages of okay. just getting to the yeah. World Series, and even with the Reds, how hot yeah. they are, they're they're still at yeah. three percent. Like no yeah, one believes right. in them. They're only twenty five percent to make the playoffs right yes. now. Yes, which. Hey, but hey, but you know we are at the All Star break. Mm-hmm. We're at the All Star break, and the Reds are in first place, and the Guardians are in first place. Is, so my prediction of an I seventy one series is very alive. much alive. Yes, still alive. The networks I, are, are praying for it. And full disclosure, I borrowed that prediction from Cadillac Jack, Cincinnati fan. God bless you, Jack Volker. From the text thread, yeah. So uh, good times. Good, good times. times. All right. So that was say a thing. Say a thing about sports. I dug it. I dug it too. How do you think? How do you think that went? While Maestro picks up his guitar, I thought it went good. I think you guys killed it with the baseball. I think I was the. I think I was the low point there. I the really, basketball that was a. I know because ball. I saw. I saw, there were, I saw there were two baseball things. I thought I'd go outside I my gotcha. my uh, comfort zone, and I hated it. I think I, I think I effed up. You guys killed it. I dropped the ball. Yes, it happens sometimes. It's, 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 sometimes this bit was kind of like two minute drill, but you picked one and you just kind of went deep on. It. Yeah, yeah, and we got to ask questions about it. Well, I like this next bit, too. I uh, discussed this with Coach over the weekend when we did a 5K. Uh, walked it, I should point out. Um, it's time for Almost Rex. Almost Rex. Almost Rex. Almost Rex. Almost Rex. Man, the Ramones in the house tonight. I'm I digging know. it as well. All right, so we were talking when we wake a wreck. It's pretty serious. We're putting our name behind a digital entertainment property. Usually, yes. Sometimes it's a book. You know, it's rare, but it happens. Sometimes it's something that's not in the world of entertainment. But that means there's like a hundred things that almost made the cut and didn't make it. Correct. And I was curious about 
what are some of those things that like you, you maybe you enjoyed them, but they didn't rise to that level of a recommendation for you. So we're going to talk about these, but listener, take take these with a grain of salt. These are not recommendations. They're almost recommendations. It's a show you can almost enjoy or, you know, maybe it won't be a waste of your time, but we're not saying it's a sure thing. It's an almost wreck. It's an almost wreck. All right. Was that, is that a fair I, uh, characterization of our discussion? I think Coach? that's exactly, that's spot on. It's, it. Take it with a grain of salt. So, what do you got? So I, I wasn't at the five. I wasn't at the five k, but I, I, I wanted to give a little context, at least from my brain, on this because I will say when we do recs, usually I have criteria or rationale that I, I, kind of put against you guys. Like yeah. I'm like, well, everybody's watching this show, but BMOC or Coach haven't mentioned it yet. So a, they either haven't watched it yet, or b, they've watched it and they don't like it, Ooh. so they're not wrecking it. Yeah. So I don't want to wreck it if they're going to go. Well, I watched a couple. I, uh, it didn't do anything for me. So yeah. usually I have to kind of go. I see my that. wrecks. They have to be slam dunks in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot of times I do have a lot of like shows or yeah goofy goofy stuff that's like it's like eh, no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wreck it. Yeah. So this one. Don't feel like you're putting your name behind it. Don't worry about our reaction to it. It's just something that you watch. You're like, I'm going to almost, I got like a couple of almost wrecks I want to make. Some of them, like a lot of times I noticed we talk about these after the show's over. Yes. You know, and we're like, oh yeah, I watched this and that. And we're like, I was going to wreck it, but it wasn't quite good enough. That kind of things. It's not a slam down. All right. Uh, What do you got, Maestro? Why don't you give us one? The two that popped into my head, you know, obviously we watch, we all watch a lot of TV. Um, I'm trying to remember if I even wrecked it on here, but it was Succession. So I know oh, I yeah. mentioned it to you guys off the show, but I don't think I've ever – it's ever reached wreck status because yeah. I know it's gotten a lot of hype out in the wild. Yeah. But – and we watched it. We enjoyed it, but it never got to that point where I would ever say, in, from my perspective, you got to watch this because mm-hmm. it, wa- it was good, but it wasn't quite good. So that from a show perspective, that's one. The other one that I was thinking about music-wise, you know, mm. obviously with Taylor Hawkins passing, you know, and the Foo Fighters, they've obviously been Foo Fighters. Out. Foo Fighters. <laughs> I love Dave Grohl. Everybody loves Dave, Dave Grohl, but like, and I was kind of excited to hear their new record, but it, it didn't do anything for me. And so I know for a lot of people, it's got songs about Taylor and sort of, yeah. so it's, it's hard to say anything bad against it, but at the same time, I'm like, I've listened to that record two or three times, just trying to like it, and nothing has stuck. So that's mm. that's almost that's almost where I live with the Foo Fighters. Like I love Dave Grohl, but like the Foo Fighters, and it might be an unpopular opinion, but their whole catalog is an almost wreck for me. Like I like it, but like I'm not going to go somewhere like, oh my god, you got to listen to Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters, um, Foo Fighters. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Secession to me is. It's got so much hype. Like it, it to me. I don't yeah, know how it lives love up it. to it, and I know it's good. And at some point, I yeah. will watch it. But like, it's oh my god, people! Like, I must have. Had, it's like Game of Thrones, yeah, or everybody. Like I, at at I, certain point, it's sort of it's a it's wrecked by so many people. You're like, I can't live up to the hype. Sus. You're, you, yeah, you're like, there's no way that I'm. I'm I call like it the hangover stuff. effect, and not not the hangover you get from drinking. But when that movie Hangover came out, oh my god, the hype about that movie was mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie, I know. But by the time yeah. I watched it, I was like, it's yeah. good, but like, yeah, this was too much. Like people yeah. lost their shit for that one, 
And I call and the Marvel movies were like that too. Yes, they yeah. do. That's a good one. Those are good. What do you got? Uh, to me, it's it's a show. Um, it was on. I think it's on Prime. Um, and I put it off for a while because I didn't know what it was. It's it's called Citadel. So it's kind of a spy mm. thriller. Um, and here's why I call it an almost wreck because I watched it not based on anybody telling me about it. But I watched the first episode, and the first episode is like a, a goddamn movie. It is it is James Bond. Coach, on, Coach, yeah, you wrecked this show in the last episode. Did I really? Did he? Yeah. Did I wreck the show? Oh my god! I think you did. Damn it! Because I I remember you saying the first episode's great. Yes, I did. You're so pumped, and then you were like, and I, you were talking about Tall Sean. We have we have three weeks of this. All right, BMOC, oh, go ahead. I got another one. I got to prepare it. No worries. No worries. So uh, I know in the past, I uh, love the spy shows, so I haven't watched Citadel yet. I keep waiting to, to get into it. Uh, I wrecked the last season of Jack Ryan, season three, and I said my only argument with it was he was too much like a superhero, like it was like him against the world. Season four is- What a- would the CIA do <laughs> without him? <laughs> That's right. Season four, they kind of addressed that. They made it more of an ensemble- there's only four episodes out, and they made it an ensemble. There's four different storylines. Two of the storylines are flat out boring. There's like the new directors trying to get yeah. confirmed, and it's a lot of meetings with senators. And Ugh. like I, I, I struggled by episode four. I'm into it again. So it became a, a like an almost record episode four. But those first three episodes were slow and painful. It's it's a show that you have to put the I know you guys are all in on the closed captioning. I yeah. try to I try to watch a show without it. Yeah. But that's oh, a show where just... I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. 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 So season four is an almost wreck for me. It, it, it just doesn't quite – it hasn't made it over the hump where I'm like, this is as good as the, the first three seasons were of, of Jack Ryan. And also my, my second almost wreck is uh, – it's a show on Peacock. I think I told you guys about it because I love the spaceship shows. It's called The Ark. And it's just a, it's a space opera, you know, about these giant ships called arcs that have been sent away from Earth to find a new place to live and all sorts of zany things happen. But there's just some bad acting in it. There's some really bad <laughs> so plot lines. But yeah, I've got the peacock. You got the peacock? So uh, I got the peacock. We'll, we'll talk after the show because I'm curious if you've watched some of those other shows. Yeah, I haven't watched Mrs. Davis yet. I, it's on my list to watch because I know yeah. you like that. But uh, but. The arc is like, if if I wake up or if it's like eleven at night and everybody's in bed, I'm like, oh, I'll watch one of these kind of things. So two almost wrecks there. I have two because I had a couple in the back burner. Seeing that I'm old and I can't remember. <laughs> no one expects anyone it, to listen you. to Sports Wednesday twice. I know that. So my two are both movies. Uh, both one was one I was. Both of them are looking forward to. Not, I wouldn't say crazy. One the the first one was Extraction Two. Which is the that Liam Hems not Liam uh, Chris Hemsworth because the first one oh, was is that out yeah it's out the first one's amazing the second one I don't know it's good it's a good action flick but I wasn't I wasn't like locked in like it's good but there's I can suspend belief for a lot of shows but this one mm-hmm. I think I got a little it was a little too much and then I was thinking too much and I'm like. Ah, think you could do that um but it's 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 a great action flick it's good but it's 
I don't know if I'm going to put my sack behind it. The other one is a movie I was definitely <laughs> looking forward to. It. The, sack. He said sack. sack. The other <laughs> one is um, is Renfield. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet. Mm. It's with uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, I really, really, really want it. Like I, I read some reviews and it was super over the top and it's Nicholas Cage. And he's good. But the yeah. movie... I don't know. It, there's a couple swings. There's a lot of swings and misses on it. I, it's good because he is Nicholas Cage is way over the top. Yeah, but uh, I can't say like, oh, you got to watch this movie because if, if I yeah. said that, someone might watch it. I'm like that was that was a bad. Some that great was a B fight movie. scenes in that. Great fight yeah, scenes. I, I had low expectations, so I kind of went into it like I think I went in a little high. And, yeah, yeah, it is popcorn. You want something uncomplicated and violent? It is. That's your film. But I've been I like so my Nicolas Cage thing. I've been holding back on Nicolas Cage. Like I haven't jumped into like I haven't done the camp. I didn't do the one he did with Pascal. Um, that one's pretty fun. And I know, and I haven't done that because I was like, all right. And then I was waiting for one that I really was feeling. This one was feeling because it it slides right into a genre I love, which is a monster movie. Um, it's got some action. I do like. Uh, is it Nick Nicholas Holt? The the, yeah. the character he played the Hulk. He played the Hulk, or not the Hulk, the the blue. Yes, he played the Beast, but he's Man. also in he's yeah, also he's in the good. Great. Um, and I and I really like him, and I just like huzzah, huzzah, and <laughs> huzzah. Which and I was just like I it, it I mean I was already like it was I was in my like you know me I get up early in the morning on a Saturday it's my time I get up at like super early and I'm getting ready to watch it Coochie time and I'm watching it and I'm like I I can pause this and walk away and I don't. Uh, maybe I'll watch it later. And I did, and I enjoyed it, but it's an almost wreck. Almost wreck. Almost I'm wreck. I'm digging it. I think. Nice almost your wreck. Your description of Extraction 2 reminds me of when we were talking about, and I can't remember the, the actor's name. He was in um, Black Panther as the bad guy, and he was in... Oh, Michael... Uh, oh, the, the yes. The Rocky Michael movies. B. Jordan. But he had an act... Yeah, he had an action movie. Oh, you two hated it. Yeah. You two hated it. The same I, thing. It was like, what is going on? And that I was it's action. Okay. Yes, it's the same thing. It was like I appreciated the action in that, but it's it didn't it didn't it didn't Ella Dela de Cruz hit it out of the park for me. It's like the that what was that Chris Pratt movie where they kind of jump through. Oh, time. jump time. Oh, what is that called? Tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. Tomorrow. Yes. The t- tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow same yes, same. You just kind of gotta, you gotta lower the bar, turn it up. Which I'm good at that because, like, I, you know, I appreciate that. I don't get all film criticy when I watch that shit. Like, I, I really, when I'm dialed into that, like, that's where I want to be. I want to be in like I can yeah. watch this. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I don't have any shame in to say that I like that type of movie. But at some point, like. When I'm watching it and they use a trope over and over again and I'm like, ah, I really wish you wouldn't have used that one. Or, man, you've been shot seven times and you're still running and killing people. Odds are that's not going to be true. Uh, it's been ten minutes since he reloaded his machine yes. gun. <laughs> yes. So, Yeah. That's where, like, to me, I always know the movie, like, the, the action flick. The, folk, the folks on the live stream are, are enjoying the right now. Mimicking his machine gun. 175,000 people on the live stream. Oh, 175,001. Yeah, that's right. And again, if you want to watch the show when we record it live on the live stream, you head to Sportle.pro. <laughs> so, 
I'm just okay. kidding. You actually head to pelotonia.org backslash Pete Brown. Pete Brown and donate. Make a $25 donation. And you get a link. And then you get the link. <laughs> so we have a little inside joke in our in our family when we watch movies together and they're, they're action movies with shooting. Typically the bad guys never hit the target. They have, yeah. they have, and we always yell, Stormtroopers! Or the A-team. The Stormtroopers or the A-team. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the A-team coach because I'm about to go off-sheet with this. Oh, Those almost wrecks were good. I just had a thought this week, and I was, I was like, when should I share this thought? This is, this is, this, we're going to go deep here. Okay, I can't wait. All right. In Rocky Three, mm-hmm. Rocky fights Mr. T, loses to him, right? And then Apollo Creed comes back, trains him, and Rocky's like a different fighter for the rematch. Right. They're getting ready for the rematch, right? They meet at the center of the ring. Where the referee's giving him instructions, Mr. T says, I'm going to bust you up. And Rocky says, go for it. And as a kid, I thought, that's the coolest Rocky comeback ever. There were posters of Rocky and Rocky III that just said, go for it. Yes. Now, as a 54 or 52-year-old man, I think Mr. T's line was better. I'm going to bust you up. I think saying to a dude, I'm going to bust you up, that's way better. So maybe it should have been Rocky that said that line with Mr. T saying, go for it. I think Mr. T should have said, I'm going to bust you up. And Rocky should have said, and peace with you also. <laughs> and also with you. And, and also with you. <laughs> Would have been cool if he said, I'm going to bust you up. And I'm going to bust the move. It's real. He said that. Foo Fighters! Foo Fighters. I'm going to bust you up. So, again, folks, if you think Mr. T's line was cooler, mm. you just tweet at us on threads at Sports Wednesday. Time out. You thread at us. Yeah. All right. Before you do that, because yeah, your, your Rocky knowledge is, is you have HRK. It's deep. You have yeah, high Rocky. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to bust you up. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Drago, I will break you. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. Rocky say anything back, or is that just the... the the, the glove smack. Does he say anything? Yeah, back? it's just the glove smack. Okay. I'm, he says, I must break I you. I must break you. Is that fight one mm-hmm. or fight two? Do they he only, only fights they Drago only fight once. once oh, that's right. Because Drago, Drago kills Apollo, Apollo Creed in the right. ring. That's yeah. right. Okay. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. I had to have segue yeah. into that. Go ahead. But, but the whole point of Rocky's journey there is he has moved beyond needing to have clever one-liners. He's just fully embodied in becoming a fighting machine and he does because he's and i think he realizes i think he realizes as a fighter and a human that language is overrated and the (laughs) attempt to articulate anything is ultimately doomed in the the vast emptiness of the universe that we live in wow and then he fights drago and drago beats the crap out of him and suddenly he gives the big speech about world peace it's just everything Rocky Four sets up, it knocks back down. And that's why it's a great existential comment on the pointlessness of existence. That was, that was that's good. That's Rocky IV. That was very Michael Shaban of you. Like, really great I'm a, take I'm on a that. I'm going to bust you up. Speaking of bust you up, Maestro's about to bust up our next riff because it's time for betting and sweating. If we could get Mr. T on the podcast, I would hang it up after that. Oh, I would be, I would be done. I would be like, that's it. It will never get better than Mr. It T shouldn't on the get better than that. 
So it'd be like that uh, Van Haken show that was at the Bluestone. You should just hung it up. Hey, now we've done good after that. <laughs> Damn good. All right, betting and sweating. This is where we make. We let you know how to make money by following our wagering advice. And if you do that, God help you. God help. We've been you. wagering every week with points. Something we call wager of the week. Here's what happened three weeks ago. <laughs> very rare, very rare week three weeks ago God. because the coach Lost. was a loser and the maestro and BMLC were winners. Here's what happened. Coach Let's said there's go. He said the Rangers are going to win two out of three against the Yankees. Didn't happen. Lost 20 points there. But maestro oh. said Cubs and Pirates over under. That's going to be over eight. And it was an eight to three game. That's 11 points. That's over eight. Nice job there, Maestro. Ten points. BMOC said the Reds will cover one and a half runs against Colorado. Ten points there. The Reds won that five to three. And so you were our, there. Our standings. Our standings now. Coach at 80 points. Maestro at 20. Creeping up on him. BMOC. At the rim of the hole. Out of the hole. Out of the hole. Onto the rim of the hole. Out of the rim. At zero points. I guess. Let's see this week's wagers. What do you got, Maestro? So I'm well. Let's have Coach go first because mine right. is. Oh yeah, uh, yours kinda, is, guess, it's an oppo. Right, I got you. I'm, I'm, we'll do Coach, then me, then you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the uh, soccer realm. I watched USA play Canada the other night. Very hard fought mm-hmm. match. Went to penalty kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, very chippy. Uh, but USA playing with a lot of their star players not playing. So a lot of young guys. A lot of people got second chances. They are playing Panama. Who is the Panama? Yes, very nice Van Haken racing. Uh, they are a surprise team in the semifinals. USA is a minus one goal. I'm taking USA on that. I think they win four nothing. I think they win big on this one. So I'm taking ten points on that. USA over Panama. That Canada game went to to shootout. Yes, so they had two extra sessions and then it went to shootout. They both scored in the extra session twice. Yeah, and then. USA won in the shootout. It was. Crazy. I heard because that one Canadian guy who missed the shot. I heard he missed the shot, and then he had to go to his team, and he said sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, BMOC went to back to baseball, and I noticed that uh, his Guardians are taking on Maestro's Buckos. Uh, that's actually Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. I say the Guards win two or three of there for ten points. There, Guards win two or three in that series. Maestro, you go to Apo. I'm going Oppo because I felt like you were you were putting that out for me to to nibble on. So you, you guys, Oppo Taco, you guys need a side bet on this one. Time for a side. Do I owe you anything? Can we double or nothing? What double I nothing you? on the Whatchamacallit. Well, we could double down on the Whatchamacallit, and, and we'll throw in a ladder. We'll throw in the ladder. Uh, you'll get that. I'm done with the ladder. It's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> so I got my stress ladder. Uh, I just got to get the paint off it. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, let's do this, Maestro. We'll do double or nothing on the whatchamacallit plus a 40-ouncer. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so do you guys... Although I will say yes. that the Buckos are struggling and the Guardians are playing well, so it's 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 going to yeah. be a tough bet. But but I feel like the Buckos, they'll, it'll, they'll make it. That's in PNC, right? That's in Pittsburgh? All three? Mm, I don't know. I, would have, I don't know the answer. <laughs> it's two hours. It's... Two hours on the go, two hours. They, they can go back. They can go back and forth. So I gotta, I gotta jump in here because I don't know how long ago we had a, uh, we had a side bet, and the side bet was if I lost, I had to buy you guys any candy from the classic end cap at yeah. Drug Mart. So they have all those yeah. great. So I bought. I don't even know how long ago this is. I bought you guys your end cap. 
Noise. And it's candy cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, dibs on the kings. These have been sitting on my 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 desk. I think there was still snow. I look like I'm a like I'm a writer. I'm like. <sighs> so you guys get your candy cigarettes whenever I see you again. All hey, right. Si- sidebar: Have you any of you guys watched The Bear? I keep hearing good things about. it. I have not watched it. So we started watching <laughs> that. This would be a legit wreck. Maybe I'll. You want to save it for Rex? Maybe I'll do it for Rex. Yeah, let's do it for Rex. Oh, that's Coach's wreck. <laughs> is it? Well, here's the thing. Then let's I'll wreck it, it together. To let's wreck it together because I, I no. I just wanted to say that show makes me want to smoke. Oh, me too. Let's right, wreck it nice together. Coach. They're going to tag team that wreck. We are. I can't wait. It's going to be a double wreck. All righty. So uh, those are your wagers of the week. Coach says USA covers minus one against Panama. BMOC says the Cards win two or three against the Pirates. But Maestro says not so. BMOC. And we're putting a 40 and a double or nothing. Watch him call it on it. Take that information. Take the money out of your mortgage. Seriously. And just wager it. That's that's why you have that's why you have equity in your home. It's too wasted. Now it's on time this? for a sad story on the podcast. <laughs> it involves somebody's sibling. As you know, our official bookie of Sports Wednesday coach is Bretta. We've lost a lot of money to him yes, uh, for a while. We made some money back, and uh, he paid up. We've been on a losing streak. We were down 80 bucks, and then we won some money back. We're down to 60 bucks, and then we bet on the Yankees-Rangers mm. series uh, three weeks ago. We lost again, so we are now 80 bucks in the hole to coaches. Bretta, it is his turn to throw a bet to us. Has he done so, coach? He has not. He has a while. He, is, he was, like, overseas last time. We, yes, we he was, and now he's, now he's in... He's in a beach house in North Carolina, so I guess he's either playing cornhole or he's. he's gotcha. Yeah. All right, so we'll we'll hold. I I say we hold off unless there's something you guys want to throw. No, at him. I say if unless he comes back tonight at some point, we'll we'll push it till next week or next is week he, next. Does he follow any MLS teams down south? Does North Carolina have one? The closest one is Atlanta, right? Probably yeah. yeah. His his knowledge of MLS soccer would be um, less than medium, so we really should. Yeah, we gotta that. we gotta hit him we where gotta it hit hurts. Him where it hurts. Because once yeah, we get to college football, we him. are screwed. We're screwed. You understand that? This is our time. All right, guys. Says a toy show here. We're at fifty minutes, so we're gonna start moving forward. That's betting with coaches, brother. We got now a, a section of the show where we get stuff off our chest. We call that a rant, or we we correct a mistake. Sometimes we make mistakes on the show. It's a medium sports talk, after all. We make those corrections, or, or we have something that we wreck. We make a recommendation to you all because we we want to put our name behind it. So these are not almost wrecks; these are official wrecks, and we call this whole bit <clears throat> rants and corrections, recommendations. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. This is uh, this is open mic style. I know Coach and Maestro have a wreck that they're going to take. Let's save the so rant. I'm going to do my end. rant first. Oh, you're doing rant first. You want to okay. do the rant? Oh, I, 
I thought you'd probably need some. I got a wa- I got a walk on rant. Okay, because I got a walk on rant. Okay, too. I usually your here, rants have here's my some leg room. All right, here we go. I I want to be clear. Oh, you the subject are. of my rant is me. Uh, oh, okay. I am disappointed in myself because Coach and I, we walked a 5K yeah. uh, for a friend of the show, Chip Midnight. It was a dash for donation, celebrates donating organs, important cause uh, for his family. And we were there. We walked it. At the end of the 5K, they have medals now. They give you a medal for finishing a 5K. I think that's pretty ridiculous because what, what do you do with these things once you have them? You get to wear them for like 20 minutes, and then you put them in a drawer or something. You don't put them up in your wall. And and I'm like, this is so dumb, but I don't want to rant about the metal-giving society we live in because that's just the reality of it. And I could have just said, no, thank you, but you when they handed me the medal at the end. But, you but I didn't. didn't. I was like, oh, I'm getting because you earned dollars to walk in this. Give me my, Give my me 5K your useless medal. medal. <laughs> yeah. So I will tell you, little... Come on, BMOC. Little, Be sharp. Take a stand. Little note, Take a stand, BMOC, for once in your goddamn you know, life. Stop being such a pushover and taking the medal. You know what they should do, BMOC? <laughs> yes. Is have, like, a painting, a real life-like painting of Mr. T in his prime. Oh, yeah. Wearing, with all the medals. <laughs> with all the medals, and it's got, like, 5K, whatever that day is, and you yeah. stick your face in there, and you take a picture. Oh, that's yeah. a great and idea. Like, so, that's all you need is a picture. That's, that's all I need. Little known that's fact, there are people that have, you can buy these, I'm sure, on Etsy, that have little hooks and people hang their 5K little things or their they hang I their mean, medals. I get, it for, do I get it for marathons and stuff I do too, like but that. the 5K that we walked, I, I deserve no medal. It. They've been doing it for Pelotonia recently too, but I'll tell you what, I they have, did not do it the year we, ran, we rode 100. I would have taken is, it that year. Then I earned it. Yeah. Wrote 100 miles, I'm I would have taken the medal that year. But uh, can I can I yeah, piggyback on that rant? Just, I don't want to say anything, but I agree with you. I agree with you on that. I mean, could we melt them down and Ooh. turn them into a statue of Mister T or something like that? Can we, can like we that? smelt them? Yeah, let's a little smelt, smelting. Smelt. All right, let's have this tag team wreck, guys. All right, bring it up, Maestro. You already brought it up. The bear. So. Oh yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean. To oh steal my god, your you didn't steal my thunder. I was just talking about like that's another show that I've been getting a lot of people like you got to watch, you got to watch. So I was a little hesitant, right? Because Can I, I, still I remember though? when when season one came out, which was what a year, maybe two years ago, but, and a lot of people got a lot of hype, and everybody was saying, "Yes, chef, chef." Yes. You know, and and, and I had a little we, bit. Of, we never got around to watching. Yeah, it. and I had a little trepidation with it only because I watched Shameless, and the the main character was Lip. And I, he is such, like, it's very hard sometimes when those characters come from a very, like, a well-known show, and that character is who he is, and then coming to a different show, which I looked at it, I'm like, it's just Lip as a chef that I thought, but it's not. Like, that's when, as soon as I watched it, I'm like, the actor does enough that he's not the same character, and I liked him. I liked him on, like, he didn't annoy me on Shameless, but uh, I'm, I'm... I'm into season two, and uh, oh, you're already in season yeah, two. So I mean, I, it does move fast. Yes, yeah, so they're short episodes. They're short episodes, and so I, I did some. I mean, I buzzed through them, um, and I. Are you watching it alone? Or yeah. So, so Ruby or already watched it, so she's already got. So, so she watched them, first two seasons, and uh, even my son Brooks watched them both. Um, and I, I really enjoy. Must see you'd, you'd really like. You it. would. That's right up your. But own. definitely, I agree with you. Like a side note. I do want to just rip out, you know, I want to, I'm going to throw a heater in and, and smoke. Like I'm, like, I'm ready to go. 
Like they, yeah. I mean, anytime, anytime shit gets real, which is pretty much all the time, mm-hmm. they they're going out back. Yes, and like, and they're smoking. And the the two guys, the main characters, like it's love hate. Like they, it is. <laughs> but when they're out back smoking, they're just like completely content. Yeah, and it's the that time. Moment. That's the time. That's restaurants. Yeah. So the, I, I. But we've all we've all worked in restaurants. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Coach, did you work? In oh right? yeah. I did that. Like we, I, I, I bust tables. I did tables, and like we, you'd get that break, and you're walking out there, sitting on the back ledge, at by, by the grease pan, and you're just, you know, like yeah, fuck this place, man. But yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I haven't finished it yet. B- I'm almost BMOC, done. I think you'd really like the main character, the guy that uh, Coach was just talking about, yeah. because he is Carmi. He he's very talented, but he's also just has I, limitations I, as a as a person. And I also have right? to say so he doesn't overact the that BMOC part. story, if you will. Right, right. I think you would see. I mean, it's, you guys aren't the same, but you would get it. You and it's it. and it's. I I feel like not to get all TV criticy here, but like it is it is a. It is a part and a role that someone could way overact. Like someone could get in there and overact and annoy the shit out of. I mean, like I hate that. Like when you overact even a moment, and I notice it, I can't get it out of my head, and 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 you annoy me the rest of the time you're on the series. This is a place where he and there's several characters that have that potential to do it, and they don't. So, um, I, I I I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a good show. So we, I, I'm yeah, we, anxious to see what you think. Me and wifey watched like th- we watched like three episodes last night, first in season one, and and the one I that stuck with me was the the birthday party one. Oh yes, where they they go to that guy's house. Yes, it, oh, so yes. Good. So, so good. BMOC, jump in, and you'll have to let us know what you think. Will do. Will do. All right, and we've got a walk on rant. Walk on rant. Oh, this God. is from this is from me. I, you know, I, I traveled recently. We went to Vegas. We and, heard. You know, we're not traveling that that often, you know. Yep. So it's it's been a while since I was on a plane. Airports are, you know, obviously always a shit show, always fascinating people watching and whatever. But I will say, coming back to Columbus, which I was really surprised about, um, getting off the plane. You know how like you you know you you park, everybody. It's super slow. You got to wait your turn, especially because you're always in the back of the plane, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a couple rows behind us where they just got up and got off. Like, they they timed it where they didn't have to wait, and I thought that that was so shitty. So I'm just saying to oh, those yeah. people who are actually Columbus people, I hate yeah. you, I hate you, I hate you, because that was so <laughs> un- It was so uncool, because essentially you're cutting in line. Yeah, what you, you are. Doing. Yeah. And you're cutting in front of people that are, A, a lot of old people, a lot of people, families with kids, and it was just so uncool, and I just, like I said, I, I think those people suck. They suck. They kind of sit there, and they wait, and as soon as it goes, bing, they're like halfway <laughs> up the aisle. Yep. Yeah. They, like, jump out, and they're like, but they're still waiting. Yeah. They only got up. Essentially, they got, like, two or three rows down, so essentially, yep. they just cut in front of you. It drives me nuts. Yeah, it drives me nuts, those people that just can't, like, there's they're not leaving for another five to ten minutes, and they have to stand up in their seat. So they stand up yeah. in their seat and they're crunched because they're just below and they can't stand in the aisle because there's already somebody in the aisle. And they're just so impatient that and they have to stand. And they're not saving any time. No. What are they saving? Two minutes? Two minutes. Not even that. I'm talking 45 seconds tops. Just sit but and the anger But the anger they create around them, because yes. everybody's going, look at these assholes. Look at these. 
You got nowhere to go. It's the same thing, and you get in road rage and traffic. And Where are you stuff. gonna go? It's the same people. Yeah. Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go? So once again, uh, BMOC says pass on the medals. Coach and Maestro both say check out the bear, and Maestro says just wait your turn getting off the plane. And if you agree with any of those rants, corrections, or recommendations, head to pelotonia.org backslash Pete Brown. <laughs> Make a donation. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time for us to wrap this. This has been a toy show. Oh, yeah. Time for the two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. Wow. Sounded great as always. All right, Coach, how's the two-minute drill work? Okay. It's called the two-minute drill. We get two shots each of us, 20 seconds a pop. We can talk about whatever we want. We can talk about shows. We can talk about movies. We can talk about sports. We can talk about sports movies. But here's the catch. It's called the two-minute drill. It's supposed to last two minutes, but it never lasts two minutes. But that's why we call it the two-minute drill. We call it the two-minute drill. All right. And before we Two-minute drill. American League is up now. Two, two to one. Top of the eighth to American one. League with the advantage. Two to one. All right. Uh, we are going to go Maestro, then Coach, then me. Maestro, are you ready? I think so. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what I picked. Got it. We got some delay issues, right. but I think we'll be all right here to get through it. Maestro, your two-minute drill starts now. All right. So my two-minute drills, both topics are going to be about soccer. Soccer, everybody. Uh, my team, the Gunners, the <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> Uh, Arsenal is doing a lot of work in the offseason to, uh, to to change their roster around. Um, I'm really, really excited. They just picked up Declan Rice from uh, from West Ham. They got a guy from, from Chelsea. His name's Havertz. He's going to replace uh, one of my favorite dudes that left Arsenal. Uh, he's going went to, uh, to the Bundesliga. But anyway, his name's Havertz. Um, and they're also looking at a, at a defender. So I'm really excited. They're spending some money, but they're like, screw it. We got to beat Manchester City. Now's the time. Man City! Um, I love it. So, Arsenal, let's go. New season, better team. Let's go. Time, coach. Okay, so uh, the Major League Baseball draft just happened the other day. Um, first of all, uh, it's kind of like the tree in the woods. Do other do sports fans even know when the Major League Draft is? Yes, it's on TV if you didn't know that. But the beautiful moment <laughs> happened. Uh, Manford, which is the uh, commissioner of baseball, got up to announce one of the team's picks. And the fans were booing incessantly, just crazy booing. And he had this funny face. And I loved it because he was about to announce the Astros pick. People still hate (laughs) hate the the Astros Astros. because they're goddamn cheaters. And I hope that never goes away. And I hope the Astros, when they pick from now until 2,123, they still boo when they step up to the podium. Thank you, fans, for booing the Astros. Time! Just as an aside, was there a band called Manford Man? Yes! Yes, yes, there was. And, it, and was that the major league commissioner it that was really in was? There? Yeah, he was eleven. All right, very good. All right, fellas, I don't know if you know this, but Wimbledon is going on. <laughs> Time for Wimbledon, and 
I saw this clip where these dudes on the sidelines, they, yes. they were put, putting something mysterious in Djokovic's water bottle, and then they passed it to him, and he drank it. And it, it was sketchy. They kind of moved so that they were blocking the cameras and nobody could see. Yes. And I looked into it, and apparently this is a thing with him. It's happened at the U.S. Open and several other places where there's some sort of mysterious concoction going into his water bottle. What are you drinking, Djokovic? Just tell us what you're drinking. It's if it's his a- COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> well played. If it's a PBR, yeah. just tell us it's a PBR. I don't, I don't care. What, what's Djokovic drinking? I, this is why. This is why I don't trust tennis players. That, that would be a great T-shirt. We need to put that on the Red Bubble. What's Djokovic drinking? Let's get on that. Petey, time. Maestro, what do you got? All right, soccer again. This is also USA uh, U.S. Men's National Team Part Two because I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but. I can't say enough about Matt Turner. He's the goalkeeper mm-hmm. for the U.S. men's team. He's also the backup guy at the Arsenal. Gunners, let's go! <laughs> anyway, uh, Matt Turner is a great story. He's also a great follow on Instagram. He's a cool dude. He's a good dad, young young guy. But I wanted to just give a shout-out to him because he's been playing great. He's amazing in PKs, and, and uh, he's been making some awesome saves. But he's also the fastest U.S. goalkeeper ever, and we've had a lot of great goalkeepers. To twenty clean oh. sheets, that is that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, it's a clean sheet clean for Turner. Sheet for Turner. Sheet. Turner, time, coach. Okay, so uh, today, which is Wednesday, as you're listening, this July twelfth, it's a great anniversary of sports history, and that is the wonderful and great idea that the White Sox had for Disco Demolition Night, July 12, 1979, where they decided that they could let the fans come out and bring out any disco records or anything that they had, put it in a pile, and they would blow it up. And it was a double header, and they did it in between the two, two games, and it caused such a ruckus because people charged the field. There were fires burning on <laughs> the field. They had to cancel the second game because it went awry. And God damn it, they just don't do things like this anymore. And it's a great moment in baseball history that had nothing to do with baseball. And thank you. Thank you, White Sox, for getting us Disco Demolition Night 1979. Coach thanking the White Sox. That's not something I thought I'd never, never hear. Never hear, but thank you, everybody. Fre- frequently pointed to as the death of disco. It is, because not shortly after that, in 1980, it did die. Yeah, okay, it did so die. Help, so. help me out here real quick. The owner that was always good with the uh, promotions, White Sox. He's on the tip Bill Vec. Thank you. Bill Vec. What a God bless yeah. you, Bill Vec. There you go. All right, time. I'm going to go soccer as well. I don't know if you guys know this. We we are uh, we're blessed with the major league soccer team we here are. in Columbus, and that's great. But a lot of a lot of cities have a USL team. That's this league kind of right below the MLS, mm. United Soccer mm-hmm, League, mm-hmm. and they have a league below them called League One. Oh, and they are going to take a vote in August on whether or not they adopt relegation and promotion. Oh. Now, MLS isn't involved in it, but at least USL and their League One are going to do it. So it looks like they're going to do it. I think it'd be cool if MLS got involved in that I too and the that. USL team could get... I would love it as well. So uh, that's August really cool. 9th. They're voting on relegation and promotion. That's a much better... T- I was originally going to talk about how if I had to kill a guy with bread, I would use a baguette. And then I didn't think I could fill I a good 20 seconds better. with that. 
Yeah, better. USL League 5 Westerville Wolves <laughs> taking on the Lewis Center Lions. This is up for relegation, everybody. Relegation. They're going to move up. Winner t- moves up to League 4. And they get to participate What's in Wimbledon. What's odd is this idea of relegation and promotion feels very quintessentially American to me. It's about earning your stripes on, you know, you win, you move up, you lose, you don't. It's feels very in tune with our capitalistic society. It does, but, but we ironically, we would here. never agree to it. We just well, won't. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it works out for the USL and League One, everybody. Time! That's your two-minute drill. And there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And good times, everybody. Good times. Good times. I'm going to guess like eight minutes, 45 <laughs> seconds. I'm the MVP. Thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't get a chance. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.